What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Story Worth Sharing podcast. I'm your host, Chris Shepard, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host, Amy I'm, Rodriguez. I'm, I'm now expecting a new adjective every time you describe me. I'm working on I'm, it. Okay. I'm working on it. Well, I need to probably put a list together. Please do. Please. I I want, and then, but I want to, I want to prove oh, it. Oh, okay. That so they need to be pre-approved. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. I'll work on Deal. that. Deal. Question for you, Chris. Yes. How much do you love your sweet puppy, Poppy? Ooh, that's a, is that a trick question? No, I thought it would be easier for you to answer. No, it's not. Not very easy. Okay. Like, uh, uh, that was a long pause. Yeah. <laughs> I think I will love her a lot. Okay. But I'm not sure that I currently love her a lot. Follow up question. Okay. Do you use Spotify? Yes, of course. Okay. Well, did you know that they now have playlists that are specific to your pet? What? That you can create. What? Yes. So Spotify, I thought it was important. So they did a survey of, on like pet owners okay. in like, the US, UK, Spain, a lot of other places. And you can create your own playlist just for your pet. But they only do. So here are your options. You can do a cat, a dog, an iguana, an iguana. a hamster, or a bird. A hamster. What What exactly would be on a hamster's playlist? I mean, I don't know. You get to go in and you select, like, I think there's personality traits you get to pick that you <laughs> think your pet is. And then it creates a playlist specific for that. And then you can add your picture of your pet and give it a name and then you can share it. It's super cool. I would do that if I loved my pet. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Or you could just do it when you, you leave Poppy at home in the crate. Oh, okay. So like if I leave her at home by herself, then I could like play yes. this playlist from Spotify. Yeah. On a, like a because Bluetooth they found speaker. one 71% of pet owners have played music for their pets and eight in 10 pet owners believe their pets actually like music. So <laughs> that's uh <laughs> wow. I, I feel like we need a third opinion on this because we, we may be split. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. Do you, what, how do you actually feel about this? I mean, would you create a playlist for your pet? Well, I don't have a pet. If That's you did personally mine, I would, I think it'd be cool. Okay. I don't, I think I would forget to play it though every now and then. So it might just be sitting in my playlist and not actually be played. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I personally think it's ridiculous. Okay. Well, um, and I'm not going to create a playlist for Poppy the puppy. Well, I but if I did, I would call it Poppy the puppy's and playlist. And send it to Alicia so she That's can play it for Poppy. <laughs> Poppy the puppy's playlist. See? Yeah. It's already. Kevin. But I need a third opinion. So we're going to go ahead and introduce our guest for today. Our guest today is Will Humphrey. Will. So you heard Emmy pitch this playlist from Spotify for your pet. What do you say? First off, I want to know who's doing these studies. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> question. Eight out of ten. <laughs> to be fair, they didn't actually pop. say. It just said Spotify created a survey. So I don't know who they asked. <laughs> I don't know how accurate this this is, honestly. Could be true. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not doing any of this like I'm not, <laughs> thank you i'm not thank you i'm not taking time out of my day to play spotify for my for my pet i'm sorry do I, you have a pet i don't well, have a pet okay but if he did he's like hypothesizing if i had a pet not only would i not take the time to make a playlist i also would not take the time to play said playlist even if it was pre-recorded for me if you well, could if you had the time to do that then you need to like add something to your agenda. I'm sorry. Like, I don't go. have the time to do that. I don't. <laughs> My gosh. If you are a pet lover and you're listening to this podcast, I do apologize. I do love animals and I do Emmy love Poppy. She's a puppy and so she's annoying sometimes, but I do love she's her. So she's sweet and fluffy and she's a little mini golden doodle and she's hyper and she chews everything. And Okay, that's enough about pet playlists. Thanks for <laughs> bringing that up though, Emmy. You're welcome. Well, Thank you for joining us today on the podcast, Story Worth Sharing podcast. First of all, I just want you to give the elevator pitch on who you are. So how old you are, if you're in school, where you work, just the real quick, who you are. Okay, I am 
Will Humphrey. I am 21 years old. Yeah. And uh, I am a political science major at Texas A&M University, and Oop. I am not working right now. Okay. Um, I am trying to study for my LSAT because I'm trying to go to law school, and that is so boring. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so you said you're studying for the LSAT. You want to go to law school. Yeah. Have you thought about... A, where you want to go to law school, and then, like, what? Being realistic, uh, my LSAT score will not be good enough to get into Harvard (laughs) Law. Okay. That's out the window. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go to Yale. I'm not going to Stanford. There's just no way. I'm not... Some people can just like, you know, you know, those people who just take tests and their brains work so fast Mm -hmm. that they don't really have to have all the information to be able to, like, to get the right answer. Right. I'm not like that. (laughs) I need time. Hey, it's okay. You embrace. You know who you are. I need to analyze. I need to think. I need to, like, have some time to actually make, you know, definitive answers. Okay. Definitive answers. But I do think that I could get into A&M Law in Fort Worth. Okay. So I am trying to study enough to where I can get maybe some scholarship money from them. Nice. But I don't see if that. I don't think that's going to happen. But well, I'm, I'm, pray, I'm praying to God. There you know, we go. Every there we day, go. like it, you know, whatever He wants, that's that's going to happen. There we go. So there we go. What type of law are you thinking right now? I've always been fascinated with politics. Mm-hmm. I love politics. Um, I think that I probably will end up being a lobbyist of some sort. Right now, I kind of think that I would like to do a lobbyist, be a lobbyist for like religious organizations. Nice. Now, just a second ago, you said that you like some time to like consider and be able to analyze. And so when you like zoom out and you start thinking about Will Humphrey, 21 years old, political science major at Texas A&M, how did you get here? Like what, what were some of those moments, some of those main life events that have helped shape you into who you are today? I would say my entire life, I have like really struggled with anxiety a lot. Like that's something that was a big problem for me. And so, and also I was always trying to, I wanted to be like the cool guy. Cause like, I remember when I was a kid, I watched, uh, <laughs> I watched high school musical. Nice. Yeah. And I, yeah thought, <laughs> I thought Troy, I thought Troy Bolton was the coolest guy around. Zach I was like, Efron, I was like let's man, go. can I not just be Zac Efron? There we go. And so I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, I was not Zac Efron. I but was, can you dance like Troy Bolton? Of course not. No, okay. I, okay. I can't, I can't sing like Troy Bolton. I can't do a free throw, like free, what are you? You couldn't either. It's okay. I can't do any of those things. <laughs> I uh, was a dweeb when I was <laughs> in school. And so I, uh, basically, whenever you're not athletic and you're not Troy Bolton, you have to like study (laughs) and do well at school. Yeah. And so I did well at school, did well enough to get here to A&M. Came here and at the end of high school, I was like, I was in organizations and like my, my name like hat was like known in school. And so I was like, well, Okay, considering I was known in a school of 400 people, you know, that's going to translate to this school of this institution with like 80,000, 100,000 people. Easy, right? I'm going to be a big shot there. And that just didn't happen. I came yeah. out here and I, I, you know, I realized, man, oh gosh, this is hard to like become, you know, anybody anywhere. And I got overwhelmed. And so it was freshman year was, was rough. There's never been a moment in my life where it's just like, okay, from this point on, God's got it. And it's, it's going great from here on sure. out. No issues, no struggles. Yeah. Um, but there have been moments where it's like, okay, going from here, I'm going to move forward and progress in my relationship with God and rely on him. But then I would fall back and I would kind of go more into like 
living for myself. Basically, that's something that has like been a problem for me in, in college. And recently, God's really just done a number on me, and He's really like helped me see a lot about who He's created me to be and how the version of me that I saw in the future was not the version He wanted. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I kind of want to stop being a, a boy and start trying to act like a man. I've been trying to make some changes in my life. What differentiates who you have been when you say, you know, you want to stop acting like a boy or stop being a boy and start acting like a man? What differentiates like who you have been to who you're trying to become? Yeah. I Well, I think the main thing is I was so concentrated on the external appearance of who I was and how everyone thought of me. My physical looks, my accolades, um, everything external. I wanted people to think that I was something, but I really realize now that, you know, you go to the, if you go to the gym and you work on yourself and you exercise and you work on your external self, you know what I mean? I think I've been doing that, but I haven't been working out my, my soul. You know, I haven't been training myself for spiritual warfare. I haven't been doing any of that. And so I think that I need to start looking at life more as like who people are on the inside rather than how they look on the outside, including myself. God really has been helping me a lot with that. And um, every time I kind of get in the zone, in, in the mode of uh, thinking about things from an external, I, I kind of feel like God kind of draws me back in and says, hey, these things don't matter. These things are temporary. These things fade. You need to stop trying to focus so much on the external that you don't concentrate on the internal. And, and I think that's kind of the main difference between who I was and who I want to be. Will, you're 21, and every time I talk to you, I feel wiser sometimes, like leaving the conversation and so encouraged. So, no, oh, you're great. Be, Don't even no, start that. No, Emmy is literally the sweetest, greatest person I know, and I'm not like just saying that to be fake, you know, because that's just something you say sometimes. But Emmy is actually one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life, and we, me, and my my buddies all think that. Like, she's like a superhero to us. So. Just want to let y'all know, Emmy's very embarrassed right now by me saying all these things. <laughs> I really am. I'm probably really red. Okay. <laughs> uh, today is not a video podcast, unfortunately, but Emmy did turn a different shade of red <laughs> just now. But yeah, it's pretty great having a superhero as a co-host for Gosh. the podcast. She definitely is one. Yeah, she's just hoping that we quit it's talking about her. to up to. Next question. <laughs> no, let's keep talking about the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. See how uncomfortable yeah. we can make Gimme within You're the next there. hour. You've reached it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, one of the things, I've known you for several years now, and Emmy has known you for several years now as well, and one of the things that I have seen is that there have been different, even just in the time that I've known you, there have been different kind of seasons for you where seasons where you've tried to do things by yourself and then seasons where you've kind of leaned into community and yeah. recognized that you needed other people in your life. Yeah. And so not just your college experience, I want to talk about that too, but even before your college experience, when you, when you look and you think back, who are those people along the way that have helped guide you that have spoken into your life when you've had those moments of realization, like I can't do this by myself and someone yeah. helped point that out or inspired you or whatever, who have been some of those people? Um, my mom. My mom's like my best friend. I love my mom. She she has seen me at my worst and my my weirdest. She's just seen me at the lowest low. And but she has always been there for me. Always supported me. And she always, whenever I go through those valleys, she always talks me through them. One thing that I think that's so great about her is she doesn't tell me what I want to hear. She tells me what I need to hear. Mm, yeah. And that's just something 
the only a few people, I, I think you only get like five of those people in your yeah. life. Those people don't grow on trees. You only get a few people allied to you that will tell you what you need to hear. And my mom is definitely um, like one of them and the one who does it the most. And sometimes I do not want to hear what she says. <laughs> I'm like, mom, good grief. But she always talks to me about other things, but she doesn't just do it by giving me practical advice. She'll do it by by like giving me godly advice and, and pointing me to, you know, the answer, which is which is God. And like, yeah, this is a Christian podcast. And so it's like, oh, of course he's going to say that because that's the right answer. But I'm telling you, over the past month, I really have been seeing that I, I've been trying so much, so hard my entire life just to be self-sufficient. But that's just not possible. And it shouldn't be. Like, we're not supposed to be self-sufficient. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to rely on people, people that we have in our lives. And we're supposed to rely on God. Like, you almost kind of want weaknesses. So that way, like Paul says this actually in the Bible, he says that I thank God for my weaknesses because of my weaknesses I'm able to actually like lean on God and, and grow with God. And like it's just you'll have more peace and satisfaction and it, it'll be more, it'll be, it's long lasting. And my mom always points me to that. Um, Jacob Thompson definitely yeah. is like, <laughs> That's his second shout out on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I shouted him out last time. Yeah, we just need to bring Jacob on the podcast. <laughs> J- Keep Jake, talking about him. Jacob Thompson is a he's a great guy. He's he's wise and he's he's just the best friend you could ever ask for. Like he he has I think other than my my family, my immediate family, he's seen me more like at my lowest lows and my weirdest, you know. He's seen that and he still stays around, you know, like if <laughs> I, if you honestly saw <laughs> how crazy I can be sometimes. <laughs> I don't understand why anybody would want to be around and be my friend, but he, he is, and he's always there for me, and he always helps talk. He listens. He's the best listener I've ever met. I don't know one person who listens and actually cares more than he does. God actually has given him the, the gift of wisdom and, and counseling. He can always counsel you through any, obst- like any obstacle, any struggle, and, and he always is like... He, he genuinely loves people, and it's just you can tell just by talking yeah. to him. I'm sure Amy can attest to that. He's a great— oh, so evident, yeah. It's like God just is, like, in him, you know? And, like, it's like, you know how some people, like me, I have to work to feel the presence of God. I have to work for it. But some people just have that natural just joy and just peace, and it's just like God is, like—you can just tell God's just with them, you know? And Jacob has always been like that, always. My dad— my dad's definitely someone I want to give a shout out to. He is shout out dad. Yeah, my dad. He he's so he's the smartest person I've ever met. I don't know one person as smart as he is. And he will. My mom always gives me the the godly advice, like, and my dad does too. But my dad also gives me like practical, real world mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. My mom does that. Too. I'm not trying to say you're impractical, sure, mom. Sure, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this, you're very practical. But you're in trouble. You did great, yeah, mom. You did yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, my dad, he's, he's just so smart. He always helps me out with like, for example, every time I have a question, like, a, a, cause I'm a planner. I like to plan, I like to strategize to how to get, like achieve a goal. And I always talk to my dad about that because he's the same way. And so like, he'll tell me if it's a good idea or a bad idea. And so he, he's definitely someone, uh, I'd like, I really respect and admire. And he's like, I, in my mind, he's like the greatest man, you know? Uh, and Wes Humphrey is someone I'd like to give a shout out to because he's he's so different from me, but also similar. It's like we have a few things like our core is like the same, but we got so many other things that just make us completely different. And I'm more of a work, work, work. He's more of a play, play, play. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of balance each other out to where it's like, Will, you need you need more fun. You need to 
stop working and you need to go have fun. And Wes is, uh, I'm like, Wes, you gotta, you gotta, you know, read a book sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta actually do some homework. Now, Wes is your brother, right? Yeah, Wes is my brother. He's your younger brother? Younger brother. I have three younger brothers. Okay. I have Wes, Jack, and Ben. And, uh, yeah, Wes is, <laughs> Wes is a goof. <laughs> Y'all should have him on here sometime. He's, he's he, on my list and he'll he, bring on. He is a funny guy. He is, he's a fun time. Uh, all, all my other friends, too, have been, every, everyone I come in and talk, like contact with you know has influenced me in some form you know like it's I think that's you can always take lessons from everybody and uh so there's no end to the people I could give shout outs to and and thank for having made me into who I am today that's awesome I think that that's really I guess wise is the word that I would use like it's a really intelligent approach to interaction with people when you say that Every person I come in contact with, like, I feel like I can take something away from and I can learn from that moment. I agree. Like the people that we interact with and the people that we rub shoulders with, even just those brief passing moments, like maybe it's not somebody we build relationship with, but God can still use those moments to like teach us something or to equip us in a certain yeah. area or, or help us see something from a different perspective, maybe that we haven't seen before. You mentioned that your mom leans more towards the spiritual wisdom. Your dad leans more towards the practical wisdom. Mm -hmm. Obviously they both offer both, yes. but what are some of those things that have been handles for you to hold on to uh, as you have matured, as you have grown, as you've gotten here to college, you, you've, you've gone back and forth. You've had to, you've had to fight some battles and some demons just within yourself of who do you want to be? Who does Will Humphrey want to be? And as you have, approached that decision what are some things that you've learned along the way that have, you've held on to well there's a there's a lot of things like I've said this earlier um, I really struggle with anxiety a lot I think that the biggest lesson I've taken away is and I even read it this I have to fight it every day and I think I want to also want to say that like I, I think that people especially in the Christian community like to say like hey I had this one moment and then everything from there was just great and wonderful and joyous. And I never had issues after that. It was just great. That is not how, I, maybe that is for some, but not for me. Every day I have to fight. Every single day. I think that is relationship with God is like. It's not you just say a prayer and then it's just done. I think it really is every single day you choose to walk with God and you say, today I'm going to choose God, not myself. Then I listened to the Breakaway podcast that spoke on anxiety. It was really just impactful for me because it, it just, like, just he talked about how you don't need to worry because it won't add a day to your life. And what that all implies is God will provide for you. God's going to be there for you. He's going to get you through things. And I have not always believed that. I have not always thought that way. I've always thought, like, I have to be self-sufficient. I have to get things done myself or they're not mm -hmm. going to get done. Yeah. And so God has really just been, I'm t like this year in the past two months, has just been God saying, you have to start having faith in me. You have to start believing in me. Um, so that's something I've been leaning on a lot recently. Other than that, I think I have to lean a lot on the people in my life, like the people I just mentioned. I have to lean on them and I have to talk to them about um, what's going on. I, I think that people are so prone to, to just kind of want to do things themselves and not trouble the people that they have around, not be transparent with people. And I think that that can be very det detrimental to not just like your mental health, but also to your relationships with people because you have to be vulnerable with people to grow as like in your relationships with people. You have to, you like, you can't, that like, if you're just going, if you, 
ju- if you never talk about um, your who you really are, then you are just going to plateau in your relationship. It's just how how it works because growth has to. It's always accompanied with with a little bit of pain, a little bit. Mm. I I approach everything in life like that. There's always discomfort in everything if it's, it's worth having. You have to feel discomfort at the gym in order to get bigger. Building relationships with people, you have to talk about the nitty gritty stuff to actually grow and f- grow friendships, deep friendships, and that's how it is with everything. I think I want to go back and, and talk about anxiety a little bit because you say it's something that you have to fight every day. And you have to make the decision today. What are some really practical things? How do you combat that for you personally? Practical. Yeah. I exercise, eat right. Definitely. Exercise, eat right. And you feel like that has a direct effect on your anxiety? I do. I do think that. That's not all. I also think that you have, I like to have some order and so I like to have my goal like for the day I have like a daily itinerary note thing where I say what I want to have accomplished by the end of the day and I have to get that done sometimes I don't get everything done but I like to have you know most of I have it kind of prioritized from like what's most important what's least important I try to get all those things done so that way later on down the road you won't be like oh my gosh I have way too much going on you just every day you have to get a certain amount done uh, I think work before play is is a definite thing that should be followed by most people. Good philosophy to follow. Talk to people about your your struggles. I, I'm serious about that. That's that's practical as well as spiritual. You have to talk to people about things because keeping things inside is just. I've never done that because that's just not really something I can do. I don't really keep my mouth shut really well. <laughs> but if I had to do this entire life thing and go through all the obstacles I go through without speaking to people about like what's going on with me, yeah. I don't know what I would do. It would be really hard. I, I pray every morning. I mean, that's a, that's a really practical thing to do, like pray and ask God for the strength to actually get through the day. Do your work. Just do it. Because <laughs> if you don't study, you don't read, you don't do any of the stuff for your college classes, and then the test comes, obviously you're going to feel a lot of stress because you're like, oh, I'm going to fail this. And it's like, yeah, you probably will. <laughs> you probably will fail it because exactly what's gonna happen. you haven't been preparing yourself. That brings me to another point I want to say real quick. Um, I think that one thing about, a misconception about faith is that we think, I'll pray and God will provide, God will provide, and he will provide, but you have to act for God mm-hmm. to provide. You have to you have to act. God's not a, a genie in a lamp. You can't just wish for an outcome without having taken any action to prepare for that outcome. You have like they go hand in hand. You have to have faith that God will provide and, and bless the work that you have put into something. Yeah. You have to be willing to do all that you can do to get an outcome to come to pass. But sometimes all you have is not enough. And in that case, that's when God steps in. Like not studying for a test, and then you take the test. And then you get a bad grade and you're like, God, I prayed. Why didn't I get a good grade? It's like, well, you didn't study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you played. Can't study for you. <laughs> you played video games all night. So like, why would you think you'd pass that test? So Emmy, no. are you like a nervous test taker? No, I wasn't. I was actually a fast test taker. Even like, oh. even if <laughs> Will looks really not pleased with that. <laughs> I don't, and it wasn't ever intentional. I just typically could read faster. And so I worked through them quicker. Um, I never got nervous about tests, but I also knew what I didn't study versus when I did study. Yeah. What about you, Will? Nervous test taker? I don't get nervous when I take a test if I have enough time to take the test. Um, and I usually get my, like, if it's like in a class, like school, like 
in college, in high school, I always had enough time. But when it, like ACT or SAT, uh, LSAT, those kind of tests, I have not. I am kind of nervous because I, I don't ever have, feel like I have enough time to yeah. to do all the stuff I need to do. Something I want to talk to you about is your blog that you have. <laughs> oh, oh, Will Humphrey, the blogger. Yeah, yeah. the up and coming blogger. Oh my gosh! How yeah. did that start? And just yeah, tell us a little bit about it. How did that start? I think I just kind of was like, I want to do a blog, and I just was like, I was in my English class, a class that I actually Q dropped because it was just a waste of time. <laughs> Took the class, and they made me get a blog for the class, and so I got it, and I started typing away, and I was like, I was typing stuff, all, I was like, I think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> That's always good. I, I mean, think I'm pretty funny. I mean, maybe no one else does, but I think I'm pretty funny, so like, I, can make, I can make a couple people laugh, and so it's like, I like writing, it's fun, but I hate how... Whenever I write for papers for class, I have to write, you know, I have to be fake and I have to say big words and I have to be professional. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes I just want to like just go, you know, like just write fun stuff and just have fun. And so I was like, this can be that. Yeah. And plus, I, I love lists, top 10 stuff. I love that stuff. I always have. I don't know if you ever watch Watch Mojo on YouTube. No. No. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it's like a big YouTube channel and they just rank things and i've always been a ranker and so i just was like hey i'll i'll rank weird stuff and i'll say weird things like you're a list guy so give just out of thin air emmy give him a topic and i want your top five list. I, I could do it i, I know could, so I could emmy, give him a topic it. top five movies top five movies yeah okay uh number one for me is 2001 a space odyssey okay. that's that's number one i love uh the movie mother that's a really great movie okay uh, one with Jennifer Lawrence in it. I've not seen either of those so far. Great so <laughs> movie, great movie. Uh, Pulp Fiction, one of the, one of the best. The Godfather, the Godfather trilogy is I mean, fantastic. One more. Can you just write a blog about this. Well, no, th- th- those are like my top ten of the decade. Oh, that's the top ten of the decade. Okay. My top ten of, of all time would be a different subject. Yeah, <laughs> totally different list. I mean, yeah. come on. sorry, I'm so yeah, sorry. Come Continue. On yeah. One more. <laughs> And we'll just tease the top 10 of the decade, let people go to the blog. So tell people, how can they find this blog? Okay, well, it's uh, it's called Humphrey's Opinions. I don't know how you're going to find it because I don't even know the... the <laughs> I literally think that's it. I think it's Humphrey's, Humphrey's Opinions. Opinions. Com. Com. I mean, I, I really, I I, I, honestly, like, I don't expect this ever to be a thing. I'm not trying to be a, have it be a thing. I'm just trying to have some fun. It's not, it's not supposed to be a future business or anything like that. It's just me just trying to have a good time. I'd say probably my fifth favorite would probably be either Inglorious, uh, which is a movie that also is by Quentin Tarantino. And Okay, well, we want to play a little game with you right now. Okay. Are you ready for this? Oh, it's right. Yeah. Okay, so Emmy is going to host the game. We're going to call this game Sound Off, and uh, Emmy is going to take it away. She's going to explain actually, it, and then... I'm really excited. Okay, so we have six songs, and we're going to play seven seconds of them. Okay. And you're going to tell us what song it is and the artist. Okay, what is the... Jo- is like there a variety of genres? Yes, yes, but I catered this, I feel like, pretty well to you. Oh, good it's a very eclectic mix for most of them. It's a very eclectic mix. So if there's I, a Kanye West song on there, I'm gonna know <laughs> as soon as you put it on. I promise. <laughs> well, I I do have a lot of faith in you that you're gonna do really well. Oh, okay, okay. cool. Okay, okay. You ready for this? I am ready. Okay, so this is song one of Sound Off with Will Humphrey. Watch, I'm gonna do terrible. <laughs> like we would play everything. You nailed it. Wow, that didn't take long at wow, all. Wow, I knew it. Okay, I knew it. Okay, so let's see if he can keep the streak okay. alive. So this is song two one for one. of Sound Off with Will Humphrey. 
Uh oh. Okay, so this one <laughs> was one I thought would stump you, and yeah. it's not necessarily you listen to it or anything. Okay, I. Uh, We're gonna give him a little more. Give you a little more of the seven seconds. If y'all could see his face right <laughs> now, complete bewilderment. He has no idea. Emmy said that this is gonna be easy. I don't know this song. Man. I'm not surprised you didn't know this one. Watch Here's, this. Watch this feel like a Christian song that's no, like everyone's singing. I'm no. like, I look like a terrible person. But what nope. you need to know about Will? He's an old soul. Okay, so a lot of the newer music, he's not as much a fan of as the classics. Well, the new stuff is like a lot of it's just garbage. See, there it is. <laughs> All right, there we go. So, no guesses. Uh, no. Okay, that was something just like this by the Chainsmokers and Coldplay. Yep. Would have never gotten that. I, I figured that <laughs> would have never one. gotten okay, that. Okay, okay. Okay, so you're one and one. Okay. And so this is song three of Sound Off. All right, hopefully this is a better song okay. in me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, this is on High School Musical 2. This is uh, Bet On It by oh, Zach yes, Efron. That's so funny considering oh I said something gosh. earlier. But he's always talking at me. Please keep going. Everybody's trying to get in my head. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bad singer, guys. I'm a very bad singer. I'm terrible. I put that one on there one because you acted Would you ever lose yourself to get what you want? It's the best thing I've ever seen. Would you ever let go? Did you ever let go? Okay, that I'm is done. amazing. Yes. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Oh, that's so good. I'm impressed. That's kinda... I tried. I tried these songs out on someone earlier, and they had no idea what that song was. That's uh, that's actually. Yeah. I knew he'd know. That's actually kind of funny. That's a coincidence. Yeah. I mentioned the high school music thing earlier. Yeah, that's... Troy Bolton. Yeah, for sure. boy. That's your boy flesh, right there. I, <laughs> when I was like like six, I was probably just doing that in my room, <laughs> nice. trying to be like Troy. Just like yes, that's the best thing. That's ever. awesome. Okay. Here we go. So you are two and one through three songs. This is song four of Sound Off. Here we go. Runaway by Kanye West. I knew it. I knew he would know that the moment it played. That's yeah, a great that song. Was, that was easy. That's a great song. And like I got to say, that album that that song is on is literally, it's probably the second greatest album ever made of all time. Yeah. So what would be the first greatest album? Never Mind by Nirvana. Never Mind by Nirvana is the greatest album ever made. There you go. There is no Nirvana on this list. So. Oh, well, I would know Sorry. it. I would know it okay. if it was. Okay, you are three and one. All right. Here is song five of Sound Off. Oh, my gosh. This is Elvis. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one this Oh, Oh, this is Joe House Rob. There you yeah. go. Yes, okay. there you go. I was trying to remember which Great one it was. Great job. There you go. Uh, okay. okay. So, so you're four and one through five songs. This is the last song, and... How, how do you feel, Emmy? You think he's going to get this? No, she put one that's going to stump me. I, I think, think this one might be. You'll a, a, know this. I feel like you're going to know the song. You might not be able to like say the artist, maybe even the name, but I think you'll recognize it. Okay. 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 Here we okay. go. Song six of Sound Off. I don't know what that is, but I like it. It's very like popular right now. Like, yeah. It's oh, nonstop <laughs> for like last year. Oh. Yeah, I've heard this. It's, I don't know. Okay, it's High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Never would have gotten it. But I knew you'd heard it. I, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard it, and eh. <laughs> I knew exactly what he'd say. Eh, you know. Oh, that's great. That's uh, great. Mainstream is not always right, guys. Sometimes they're just wrong about music being good. 
If you want more of his opinions, check out HumphreysOpinions.com. Exactly. Yes, exactly. yes. Yeah. There it is. Yes. There it is. Natural. I like natural. that. Marketing. I like yeah, it. Natural marketing right there. Just slide it right in. So casual. before we let you go, I just want to ask you one more question. When you put all of this together, who you are today, things that you're passionate about, what you think is important, um, the things that you've learned, how does that impact your interaction with other people? I think that I am... The person, when I go into a room, I'm the person that will say the things that people all think, but they won't say. Yeah. Because I just feel like God has called me. He's He's given me the ability to be transparent because a lot of people are really scared to do that. And I think he has called me to say the things that need to be said that aren't said. And I think that's, that's kind of... It kind of goes into my relationships a little bit. Most most of the time, it's for the better, but sometimes it's not so great. Yeah, sometimes you gotta I keep your, see that. Sometimes you gotta keep your mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm learning that more and more. That's good. That's good. I'm learning that more and more. I'm guessing you've learned that the hard way. Oh yeah, I've learned that the hard way many times, and I'm learning that more and more. And I've I've actually have been doing better at it. Sometimes people don't want to know Humphrey's opinions. Sometimes <laughs> it's one of my favorite things, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes people really just want to just to you know talk and 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 say what what they're thinking, and they don't want to hear what you have to say. And so I think that considering that I am transparent and I will continue to be, I do think though that there's times for you to. Not necessarily be not transparent, but just keep your mouth shut. You can be honest, you can be true to yourself, and you can be you without being a jerk sometimes. Because, you know, like you don't have to be a jerk. Yeah. You can love people and you can treat people the way you want to be treated. And I think that that sometimes you need to just, you would rather people just listen to you and not say anything. And I think you should do the same to other people. And there's uh, that's a question that you asked that I, I could go on and on about. I think that I definitely am more, I am understanding of people's problems. Whenever people are like say, oh, I feel this way. And people are like, I don't understand how you feel this way. It's like, well, I'm crazy. So I understand how other people could feel crazy sometimes. And so I'm very, I'm kind of understanding of a lot of things that most people aren't understanding about. It's cool just to see the evolution of Will Humphrey that I've been able to see up close for the last couple of years and who you're be continuing to become. The version that is sitting here today is is a very special person, and uh, people that are in your life are lucky to have you in their life. And I am proud of who you are becoming and am excited to watch how you continue to grow and evolve. So, oh, Yeah, can you. I just say Will likes to say there's nothing special about him. I don't like when you say that because you are one of my favorite people on this earth. You literally are so encouraging. I feel like every time I have a conversation with you or I see you interacting with other people, you're very intentional and engaged with them. And they just feel automatically like you're, that, you're their friend. And you just have that gift with people. I remember when I first, well, I think officially met you. Like I had known you because we were in the college ministry together. Uh -huh. But you came for an interview with Chris about leaders. And I was working for Chris at the time. We were in the annex office and you were waiting. I think he had a meeting and you literally came, sat down, and I was working at the desk. You said, hey, I'm Will, and literally just started talking. <laughs> That's awesome. And literally been my favorite uh, person like since then. It's amazing. too good. But I'm just thankful uh, for you. Thanks for being my friend. Oh, you, it's my pleasure to be your friend. You're the greatest. <laughs> you're the greatest. And Chris, you're awesome, too. Well, I respect you. you a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it has been great having Will on this episode of Story Worth Sharing. 
Emmy, thank you as always for being the illustrious co-host oh, of wow. this podcast. Yeah, you're you're very welcome. Yeah, I stuck with the same one. I don't want to yeah. use up all of my adjectives yeah. yet. But no, if you uh, are still listening, thank you. We're glad you stuck around, and we would love it if you would go like leave a review of this podcast on Spotify or in iTunes, however you're listening to your favorite podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. We will be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. And we just want to remind you, as always, the reason that we continue to help people tell their stories because we believe that you have a story that's worth sharing. And so go do exactly what Will was talking about today. Walk in the room and go share your story. Go say what needs to be said and open up to someone about how you're feeling or what you're walking through. You're not the only one that is feeling that. And so when we share our story, we, uh, we let other people in and it brings value to their, to their life as well. So we encourage you to go share your story and we will see you next time on the Story We're Sharing podcast. Bye.